Welcome to the Chasing Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Each episode is full of heartfelt and expansive content that will really help you expand your consciousness and grow as a person. I created this podcast because I wanted to share my own personal experiences on my spiritual journey, but I also wanted to meet others and have them share what they've been through and how they've gotten to where they are today. If you haven't done so already, it would really mean a lot to me if you could rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people, but it also allows me to get more guests on the show. Now on to today's topic. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome to another week, to another lovely episode. I hope you guys are enjoying your Sunday if you're listening to this when it airs. Today, I want to talk about twin flames and soulmates and soul families and I guess my stance on the way this works. And I'm going to go ahead and forewarn you that my beliefs on this subject are not mainstream. They're not going to be the typical information that you find out there. And the reason for this is because I channel, I channel a lot and I channeled this information on what twin flames are and what soul and what um soul families are and soulmates and how they're the same and how they're different and all that kind of stuff and after I received this download of information it just really resonated with me so this is kind of my take on it if it doesn't resonate with you like I say in all my episodes feel free to find some information that does resonate with you but I wanted to share because a lot of people are really interested in this topic and it's really common in the spiritual community to hear people refer to twin flame and how they've met their twin flame or how they want to meet their twin flame and there's all of these myths and superstitions and beliefs out there about how you won't meet your twin flame until you're like in your last incarnation or your twin flame is your soul split in two and that you'll be completely opposite from one one another but you'll also make each other whole at the same time and there's just all of these different beliefs around it and I'm not saying that I disagree or agree with those I'm not really gonna do like a debunking thing because to me it's it's a lot deeper than that it's not oh I believe this and you believe this and I believe that and you believe that if you believe that your twin flame is your soul split in two, that's great. Like, that's kind of sort of what I believe, but like I said, it's just a little bit different. So, first, let's talk about soul families, okay? So, if you haven't heard of this term before, a soul family is basically um a bunch of different souls that have supported each other have incarnated together have been part of each other's lives through multiple incarnations so multiple lifetimes this could be 
anyone that you feel super connected and super close to. Sometimes our soul family members are our literal family members. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's your best friend that you just know without shadow of a doubt you guys are so connected and you had to have lived many lives together. Sometimes it's it's a guru or a teacher or a leader that you've met that has really inspired you to heal and to grow and you just know that they are part of your soul your soul like you just feel a soul connection okay um there's definitely different people in the spiritual community there's definitely different books and things like that that refer to a soul family my understanding is that it's just many different souls that are part of the same path they're all part of the same journey and they're all here to support each other and they love each other unconditionally now this isn't to say that somebody that you've had a really rocky relationship with or somebody that's really tested you and pushed you and maybe you've had a fallen out with isn't part of your soul family don't get it twisted just because people are part of your soul family doesn't mean that it's all sunshine and rainbows sometimes our soul family is meant to really push us and make us grow and help us evolve. And in order to do that, sometimes we have to go through things that are uncomfortable. We have to go through changes that may hurt or may be painful. So sometimes they chose to be that catalyst for us in our current lifetime. So say you have a really estranged relationship with one of your parents. That doesn't mean that they're not part of your soul group or your soul family. They may not be, but it, it that doesn't rule it out. It could just mean that during this current lifetime, in this current incarnation, they chose to be a catalyst of growth for you. Maybe the lesson was to teach you independence. Maybe it was to teach you self-worth or to find your worth outside of family. You know, it, many different things. We're all here for a different purpose. So you have to kind of look at your life um, through a larger lens and see what are these people trying to teach you? And most of the time, you'll realize that even the people that have hurt you, they still are there to teach you something. And just because people have been a catalyst for you or they have taught you big things, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're part of your soul group either. So just keep that in mind when you're evaluating this. It doesn't mean that your neighbor three doors down that ran over your dog is part of your soul group because you mourned your dog for three months, you know? Like, does you really have to just go within and ask yourself, what is the connection here? Do you feel like this is a deep, strong connection? And if so, then there's there's a, a possibility that they're part of your soul group. But it's all about trusting yourself, trusting your intuition, trusting your own guidance, and asking yourself these questions. Okay, so that's uh, what a soul family is. It's just many different souls that are all here to evolve together. Okay. Now, a soulmate, in my opinion, a soulmate is anyone that's part of our soul group that we have a deep, strong connection with. It doesn't have to be romantic. It can be a best friend. It can be a brother, a sister, a grandparent. A soulmate is someone that you just connect with on an extreme level, okay? Now, this is where... It gets a little twisty. For me, a twin flame is the exact same thing. But it's on a deeper level. 
in my opinion, and this is what I received from my download, everyone in our soul group, everyone in our soul family, all of our soulmates, they're a version of ourselves. So kind of what we talked about earlier, how the twin flame is the soul split in two, that is still kind of what's going on here except the soul isn't split into the soul is split into many different pieces into many different fragments and I know that this <laughs> might uh, scare some people this might sound really weird because you might be like well I don't want to share a soul with some of these people but hear me out it's not exactly what you think while you all have individual souls okay you still have your own soul. Your soul still needs to express itself in many different ways. And who you are today is a completely different person from other versions of yourself, other versions of your soul. Because the way that we grow and the way that we evolve is by learning by observing by doing by expressing okay and if you think about source or god or the universe or whatever you call it that's the whole reason why we were created we were created to be expressed the universe couldn't properly express itself and experience all different aspects of life all different aspects of good and bad and negative and positive and all of the polarities and all the differences if it never expanded if it never branched off or spread out and created more scenarios and more things for it to express okay this kind this kind of goes back to law of one so if you guys are familiar with the law of one or it's also called the raw material. This was a channeled entity that was, uh, I want to say it was originally channeled in the 80s. And there's several books, several different um, forums and videos and all kinds of stuff about the raw material. And it's definitely something that I resonate with very deeply. If you're interested in learning more about the raw material, because what I'm talking about right now is literally just a teeny teeny tiny bit of what is contained within the raw material it is so vast and talks about all kinds of things that talks about how the what what the planets are what their purpose is why we're here why we exist it talks about um aliens and just all kinds of stuff but i'm only going to touch on a little bit of it in this episode so if you're interested in knowing more about it I would recommend Aaron Abke. He's um, very knowledgeable in this subject. And he breaks it down in a way that's very digestible. And not so hard to understand. Because the raw material is very advanced. But anyways. So. Basically. If you think about. God or source. Or the universe. As a mirror. Okay. And that mirror. Breaks. Say we shatter it into a hundred different pieces. Well, if you put all those a hundred pieces in separate places, each piece is still a mirror. It's an individual mirror. 
But if you were to take those pieces and you were to connect them and put them all back together, it still fits and becomes the original mirror. So that is what we are as souls. We come from source. We come from the universe. We are all a piece of divine. We are all a piece of God. And in order for God to experience life and experience the vast amount of polarities, the good, the bad, the negative, the positive, just all of the experiences, it had to separate itself. It had to break itself up into many, many, many different pieces so that it could. Okay. So our soul groups are people that are really, really closely connected to our soul. So while we all may be different, and that's perfectly fine, we should be different because we're all expressing ourselves in different ways. We're doing exactly what Source intended. We're having different experiences. We're learning different things. We are, some of us may, you know, be really funny and some of us may hate comedy. Some of us may be um, healers. Some of us may be caregivers. You know, these are all different ways that you learn to express yourself and learn um, how to be. You learn what you love and what lights you up. But you're also doing things differently from each other as well. And that's what you're supposed to do. That's what Source intended. So essentially, in my opinion, from what I've channeled, eventually the goal is for our soul group to evolve enough and to heal enough to where we become one again. Okay? And I'm going to talk a little bit about why I think that this is what the goal is for us. So, in the raw material, raw talks about itself and the type of being that it is. Okay? So, raw calls itself a, what is it? It's something memory complex. Oh man, what is it called? A social memory complex. Okay. So raw refers to itself as a social media, um, a social memory complex. And the reason why this is important and why this is different from a human being, which is what we are, is a human being is just one piece of the mirror. Okay. Human being is one soul. But Ra explains that it's like a, a hive mind, okay? Ra is multiple souls in one form. And Ra explains that this happens once you evolve so far up the chain, I guess. I don't want to use too much of the raw material lingo because it might go over your head a little bit. But essentially there's different uh, density levels based on what kind of being or what kind of creature or what kind of thing <laughs> that you are. So density one would be like rocks, the earth. Density two, would, I'm pretty sure would be like... Uh, plants and like trees and stuff and then density three is humans but a lot of humans are now actually 
incarnating as density 4 and some have evolved as density 4. And then there's density 5 and density 6 and density 7. And apparently density 7 is when you actually go back to the creator and you become one with source again. So this would be when the mirror goes back to the original mirror. Okay, so Ra, I want to say Ra said that it was a sixth density social memory complex. And if you think about it in this way, and I, I stay with me, I know this is a little bit high level stuff, but just, just stay with me, okay? If you think about Esther Hicks or Abraham Hicks, she, he, it refers to, you know, Esther is obviously a she, but they refer, Abraham refers to itself as they. Abraham is always saying, we want you to do this. We want you to be happy. We want you to be loved. We want you to understand um, what happiness is and how you can uh, manifest everything that you want. Okay. Well, Ra speaks the same way. And if you look at other channeled beings, other, you know, channel beings, a lot of them also use terms like we and us. Okay. So again, that's kind of going right back to what Ra said about how eventually once you evolve so far, once you evolve up the, up the chain, you become a hive mind. So I was thinking about this one day and that's when all of this came to me. And that's essentially what our soulmates are. Our soul group, our soulmates, our twin flame, whatever you want to call them, we're all connected on a soul level, okay? We're all part of the same soul family. We all have been incarnating together for many, many, many lifetimes. We know each other. We love each other. We want each other to grow and evolve because our growth is their growth. What you do for yourself, you do for them. What they do for you, they're doing for themselves, because if we're all meant to evolve and grow together, then it makes sense that eventually we would evolve together into this hive mind. But you're not going to want to be part of a hive mind with people that are not on the same level as you. Okay? And I'm not trying to, like, downplay people that struggle or people that are, you know, unevolved. I'm not, I'm not trying to speak like that. I'm just saying, think about... If you had to constantly live in the same mind as someone that is completely just different from you, okay? And not different in a good way, like different in a bad way. Like say maybe you like, you know, you're really positive. You are trying to do the best. You're trying to heal people and help people. And all they want to do is hurt themselves and others. Okay, like that's not going to work. There's gonna, that's going to cause a lot of friction, so that's why it's important that you and your soul group evolve together. Because when you evolve together, you can evolve up the chain. And when you evolve up the chain, eventually you'll become a hive mind. Now, I don't really believe in time. Time is irrelevant to me. So I think it's more a bunch of present moments all happening simultaneously. So if you really want to get technical, you're already that density being, that higher density being, you're already a hive mind with your soul family, which is another reason why 
I think that you can channel. You can channel your higher self. You can feel that connection to other people and know that they're part of your soul group because it already exists. You've already evolved with them, okay? Now, I don't know how many people are part of your soul group. And to be honest, I think that that might be different for every soul group. I really I really have no idea. I know that in some of the books I've read, um, like The Journey of Souls, when he goes to the live between lives and he sees people's soul groups, a lot of times they all have different numbers and they're all made up of different people. So I, I don't know if if the number of people matters. But the idea of spirit guides makes a whole lot of sense to me or makes more sense to me now after looking into this concept because most of the time our spirit guides are our higher selves or their past loved ones or they're part of our soul group. They're part of our soul family, right? So when people say, you know, Call on your guides and don't feel guilty about it because they truly are here to help you. They want what's best for you. They love you so much and they want you to heal and they want you to grow and they want you to be happy. Now this makes like even more sense for the people that were doubting that. The people who may, you know, feel a little weird about calling on their guides for silly things. Um, Because if they're part of your soul group, which I believe that they are. Then when you heal and when you evolve and when you, you know, become better, it helps them too because you're helping your entire soul group evolve. You're helping your entire soul group move up the ladder, you know? So it just, it makes even more sense now. And that's why when they say, no, they chose this, your spirit guides chose to guide you. They chose to, um, to guide you for your, for this current lifetime. Of course they did. Why wouldn't they? That sounds so beautiful. So part people in your soul group, some of them chose to incarnate with you. They chose to incarnate because they probably have their own lessons to learn. And they also had lessons that they wanted to help you learn. Okay? Good and bad. And then some of your soul group decided, okay, I'm not going to incarnate this time. Instead, I'm just going to be a guide. I'm just going to be a guide for my soul family. I'm going to be a, a guide for for my soulmate. And I think that's so beautiful and it makes it um it just makes it more believable to me to put it in those kind of terms. So, this is this is my my take. This is my take on on twin flames and on soulmates and soul family. In my opinion, there's there's not really a twin flame. There I mean, you can call it that. Because I guess kind of there is, but it's more multiple flames, you know, like multiple twin flames. Your soul is split in many, many different ways so that it can express itself, but also remain intact so that you can still be individual and you can still only experience what you want to experience without having your free will stripped away, without having to conform, without having to be the same as the other people in your family. But it's also so beautiful because when you heal, you heal your entire family. When they heal, they heal you. When your guides see you succeed and they see you, you know, go over the mountain. When they see how much progress you've made, like it truly does light them up. Okay, so I 
hope that that made sense. I hope that I didn't confuse you and that I explained that really well. That I really like to use the mirror analogy because, you know, it it helps kind of paint a picture. You could also think of it as as the sun. So, you know, the sun is one whole being or one whole big light. But at the same time, it's multiple, multiple rays. So many different rays of sun. So you are just one of those rays, just like you were one piece of the mirror. But it's your job and the rest of your soul family's job to work on yourself, to better yourself, to become authentic and whole with who you are, to um, heal your current expression so that you can return to the sun. And I think that that's just so powerful and so beautiful. If you really resonated with this, if this made sense to you, please just let, you know, let me know. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear how you feel about my take on this. If you don't like it, that's okay too. You know, I'm always about expressing yourself and believing what feels right to you. I never want to force anyone to conform to my beliefs, but I really wanted to share this because when I received this download, it just, it lit me up. Like it, anytime something that I know is true for me, I just get this excited feeling. And that's how I've always felt when I've looked into the raw material. And when this came to me, when I was thinking about soulmates and, and stuff like that, because I know that my best friend, Erica, that's on here, she's part of my soul family. You know, Miles is obviously part of my soul family. We found out that we were technically twin flames in a past life regression that we did. And that's what made me think about it was, you know, I don't feel like he would be the only version of my soul. Like the only, I don't feel like my soul would only be split into two. Like that doesn't make any sense because, you know, we're not enough. The soul is too vast. The soul has so many experiences and so many things that, I just feel like it's silly to think that we are only split with one person. Now, I do think that there's definitely people in your soul group and in your soul family that you're closer to, that you may feel a stronger connection to. And that's that's totally fine. But I think that it's I think it's a lot deeper than that. I think that your whole soul family is technically part of your soul and that it's really important um, to Acknowledge all aspects and all expressions. So I hope you all have a great day and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean so much to me if you could rate, review, and subscribe so that the podcast can reach and assist more people. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love. Wait, before you go, I want to share how you can receive a free reading with me. Listeners of the podcast, if you go and leave me a review on Apple and then send me that review to ChasingSpirituality.com, you can get a chance to win a free reading of your choice. This can be psychic or mediumship. Once a month, I will choose one of the listeners to receive the reading. And I won't pull your name out of the drawing until you're chosen. This will help the podcast grow, but will also allow me to give back to my listeners. 
Hope to hear from you soon.